people, welcome back with me, Maharani Dwi Intana. Of course, on our favorite podcast, World of Work Podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to listeners who have been willing to listen to this podcast. I hope you are in the best condition. On this occasion, we will discuss getting a job. Such as how to apply for a job, how the recruitment process is carried out, and so on. For you listener, I invite you to prepare as comfortably as possible. Take your tea, coffee, or milk to accompany you. If necessary, you can prepare your books and pens to record all the things that are important on this podcast. So, Happy listening! Okay, no need to waste any more time, let's just talk about our topic this time. As you know, business is growing very rapidly. Many new companies are standing and competing in all existing sectors. Not only that, but there are also many old companies that redevelop their business ideas to suit the current developments. This, at least, makes the company need new workers to support the development process carried out. In this case, the recruitment process needs to be carried out by the company to get workers, and so, that job applicants get jobs surely you are asking the question what is the recruitment process the recruitment process is the step to attract and select new employees to fill vacancies in an organization this work is usually done by managers Human Research Management, Recruiters, or a combination of the three. Human Research Managers typically lead this process, collaborating with relevant departments and team members to streamline hiring. The recruitment process involves finding candidates with the best skills, experience, and personality to fit the job. This requires a series of resume gathering and reviewing, conducting job interviews, and finally selecting and placing an employee to start working for the organization. So, that's an explanation of the recruitment process. But not only that, you must be curious, right? What are the things that make the recruitment process run well? A good recruitment process allows you to find qualified candidates quickly and efficiently. This process requires deliberate planning and constant evaluation. The recruitment process must be streamlined so that each staff member has the tools and research they need for their step in the process. For example, if a manager is assigned 
to conduct an interview, the recruiters or human research manager should simplify the process by providing the manager with a print resume and background before the interview begins. The recruiter or human research manager should also inform the candidate of the full interview schedule so they don't wonder about the next step in the process. So, what are the benefits of having an effective recruitment and selection process for the company? First, lower hiring costs. Being proactive in hiring new employees increases the profitability and performance of your business. You can help your department by providing the necessary resources and manpower to fulfill their responsibilities along with helping your organization financially by reducing the cost per end. Second, better quality of new hires. By quickly tracking high-quality candidates, you are more likely to retain their interest. A slower process can leave them disappointed and tempted to look for another company. A survey of more than 3,000 job seekers and 100 employers found that 92% of employers made an offer within a week of the interview process. Third, increase employee productivity. An effective recruitment process can free up space for the human research team to invest time in training new and existing employees. By focusing on learning and development, you can drive employee engagement and performance that will lead to lasting results. It's all about the recruitment process for the company. So now, we talk about applying for jobs. Applying for a job is not an easy thing to do. There are many processes that must be passed in it. <sighs> the scary job application process. But don't be afraid. World of Work Podcast is here to help. Applying for any job is a simple process consisting of basic steps. I will explain the process down to the basics and will give you an action plan on how to apply for jobs and get offers. Here are things you should know when applying for a job. Number 1. What is a job application? A job application is a collection of materials that you send to the company or organization where you want to work. Job applications almost always include your resume and often include a cover letter, list of reference, and any other material that helps the hiring manager understand you as a candidate, such as your portfolio of work. Most often, job applications are submitted to apply for a specific position, which is posed with the job description. When you think about how to apply for a job, a job application is often the first step that comes to mind. After submitting, you may be invited to schedule an interview or to complete a takeaway assignment. While every company may have its own type of hiring process, you almost always have to compete in some way who you are, where you work, and why you are interested in the company. 
This is most often done through the initial submission of resumes, cover letters, and a reference. You may find that when you go online to submit your resume to a company that you are asked to fill out a digital application. Other times, employer will ask you to come in and fill out an application by hand, often during the interview or orientation process. Unlike your resume, your job application is a legally defensible document. The information included must be true and accurate. Number 2. How to research the company There are many ways to research companies. A good start is with basic information about what companies do, where they are best, and at what size. Another important way to learn about companies is to people. Ask to arrange an informational interview with someone you know within the company or even someone that you don't know. If you have acquaintance at the company, see if you can schedule a time to meet with them and ask them about what life at the company is like. And maybe even if there is a position opening up soon that you will be suitable for. There's also no shame in contacting someone you find online to ask them a few questions about what it's like to work at their company. You can also do in-depth research on a company by reading the news they feature. This can be especially important if the company you are aiming for is a company in crisis. If a company is going to fail, you may not find news about it on their website. but you will likely see news about it elsewhere on the internet. Number 3. How to prepare your resume Unless you are applying for your first job, you probably have a resume of some sort. First, as the job application process becomes increasingly digital, it is important to place your resume in a digital-friendly format. This means You can ditch the printer-friendly version of your resume. Instead, try a sleek resume template that will catch the hiring manager's eye. You can also include hyperlinks on your resume that point to fresh coverage or example of your previous work. Once you have a digital-friendly resume, you can upload it to online job search platforms. Note for certain jobs you may want to prepare a CV rather than a resume. Number 4. How to prepare a cover letter A cover letter is an opportunity for you to talk more broadly about the skills, traits, and experience you've leased on your resume. While you might change just a few lines on your resume to fit the specific job you are applying for, Cover letters are generally much more specific. Also, look at the job description before you write your cover letter, so you can match what you say about yourself to what the company is looking for. Also, keep in mind that not every job application requires a cover letter. So, if you are trying to save time, you can Prioritize the application on your list that don't require a cover letter and then move on to does that do. 
You can also save time by using this cover letter template to create the perfect cover letter. Number 5. Must have reference Reference are people you have worked with or in the past who can speak to your professional abilities. Before starting any job applications, take the time to talk to a few people you believe will serve as strong reference for you. Generally, apps only require you to have three reference, but it's best to talk to at least five or six. That way, you will also be able to create different reference list tailored to the different roles you may be applying for. People who make good reference include your former employer, a college you work with, a teacher or professor you have, an academic advisor, or your boss. Number 6. How to submit your application While job applications can be submitted in person or by post, submitting applications online is by far the most common route. Other companies will ask you to apply for jobs on the company's online portal. Some company websites may require you to manually enter information that can be found on your resume. Finally, many job descriptions will email the requester and ask you to send your resume and cover letter to apply. My advice, put some tweak into that email. Don't just say, This is my resume and cover letter here. Thank the requester for the opportunity to apply for the job and even squeeze in a little more information about who you are and why you are interested in the position. The last number, number 7. How to follow up your job application. Following up on your application in a courteous manner will allow you to reaffirm your interest in the position and confirm that your application has been accepted. Job application can sometimes be lost or misplaced, so it's always a good idea to check to make sure that your application is making it to the right hands. This also creates an opportunity to ask the hiring manager if they need additional information from you. Before you follow up, always reread the job posting. It could help information on the company's time frame for hiring. If they set a time frame, it's a good idea to wait to follow up until after that time has elapsed. However, If the company's start time frame has passed, or if you haven't heard anything within about a week of applying, it makes sense and it's smart to follow through. Sometimes, job openings may even tell applicants not to call or email their application. If that's the case, you should honor the employer's request and not contact them. It can be stressful. Not to hear back after applying for a job that often, all it takes is a little passion, usually employers will contact you. Okay, 
that's our last discussion for this podcast. This discussion concludes that there are lots of things you have to do in terms of applying for jobs, including researching the target company, making a resume, making cover letters, looking for reference, sending recruitments. Many old companies redevelop many process months and doing follow-up for job applications that have been submitted to related companies. But as I mentioned earlier, you don't have to worry about the many steps you have to go through. You just have to enjoy the whole process and do it with optimism. So, that's all I can say for this episode. I hope you can get important points that are useful for you and apply them in your life. Thanks for joining the World Over Podcast. See you in the next episode. Goodbye!